Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. I'm Paul Damien. This is Kenny. And I'm Todd. We have a guest on this episode. This Hi. is a, a four-boy episode. We invited Ian's variant, his brother, <laughs> for the episode in which we talk about Loki, the TV show and books that we chose to talk about this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, Loki. Yeah, and we're also, yeah, we're going to talk about the Loki show on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> And um, also the two comic books as well. Um, one of them we didn't read the entirety of. We only read the first like five or so issues of uh, Loki, Agent of Asgard. By, oh, really? Yeah, it's not even. Yeah, that wasn't. Even you the didn't whole even run. know. <laughs> yeah, it's just the, oh. it's just the first collection. Yeah. Um, okay. by Al Ewing and Lee Garbit. I felt like and there then, was a lot missing. And then we did Doctor Strange. Uh, uh, I guess it's called God of Magic, technically. No, well, sort of. It's it's called I, the collected version is called Doctor Strange, Loki, Sorcerer Supreme. Okay, and it's by Donny Cates and uh, Gabriel Hernandez Walta. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed the heck out of that one. Yeah, honestly, a lot more than um, Agents of Asgard, mm-hmm. only because I I felt like there was a lot missing. I felt like I needed to read so many more comics to understand. Yeah. Agent, Agent of Asgard. Asgard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can get a little bit closer in my PD. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. But that was something that? Yeah, Todd was even mentioning. It seems like almost every single page, it's like, hey, check out this comic book to explain mm-hmm. what we're talking about here. Talk, you know, yeah. in Agency Asgard, which is very like, oh, yeah, you kind of had to have that. Either that foresight or it was almost like a promotion for a bunch of other comics, you know, so it's kind of strange in that way. Um, but I would agree with you that I really, I actually really liked the Loki Sorcerer Supreme collected mm. read. Yeah. Um, and I love, uh, Gabriel Walta's art, art, you know, yeah. so I just was, I think that was the, the more enjoyable read for that reason too, is I, I, it makes me realize how much more I prefer that Isad Ribic, you know, like paint strokes, paint and, strokes. Yeah. You can see the work in the physical work put into it versus like that, you know, agents of Asgard. That's so much more digital and clean. Yes, yeah. and you can tell everything was a, definitely hundred percent done on a computer. I know? think it was probably penciled well, physically. Yeah. And then from there, yeah. Inked digitally, colored digitally. Um, the covers for the, mm-hmm. the Donny Cates book, the Dr. Strange book, the covers are by, um, I think it's, uh, Mike Del Mundo. And a lot of them are dope. That's not, Let's. I want to show the actual cover. That cover mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. fucking sick. I love the cover. Oh, this is the other yeah, book. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, yeah, I mean, I wanted to pull these two books. One, because I really liked, I had read this Doctor Strange book before, mm-hmm. and I really liked it, and I really wanted to shove it into you guys, down you guys' throats. Oh, so you had read this. Yes. I didn't realize. No, yeah. um, and then the other one I thought was going to be more in line with how the show ended up being. And because that was everyone's kind of predictions was Mm -hmm. like, oh, he's going to be working with the time variance authority, just swap them out with Asgard or the all mother. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of what we're going to get. So I wanted you guys to be familiar with, I guess, the idea of how it was in the comics. But I hadn't even read this book before we picked it up. And it was um, that's something that Al Ewing does a lot is he seeps down into the mythology of all of the Marvel Mm -hmm. Universe and pulls from all of it. As if he were he were writing it with everybody else for you know sixty plus years mm-hmm. you know, and so you know that's why it's written. That no, way. I mean that's kind of good that he, I mean exactly he treats it like a like an honest to god mythology and like lore that he needs to be honest to all the way back to its beginning. So I think that's kind of a nice gesture in his 
choice in writing that he wants to be like as dedicated or involved or accurate as he can to the things these characters have already been through. It just exactly can be a little bit overwhelming when you're like bringing it up constantly yeah. through in every single issue, you know? That's also something that I really enjoyed, just him going back to the older comics and you see it in the artwork mm-hmm. yeah. when he added it in there. And it's 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 kind of like a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. in comics. So that's not something you see a lot of where they're like, hey, I'm just saying it's all the same universe. Right. We're just going to run with it. Just take it as what it is, you know. And I really enjoyed that in this comic. Yeah. Honestly. No, yeah. I mean, I, I did like both of them for what they were. Mm-hmm. But the yeah, like to go back to Sorcerer Supreme, Loki Sorcerer Supreme, I mm. feel like it's just so exciting. Oh, I guess full... Uh, Disclosure: Todd didn't read that one. That's why he's a little quiet right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I mean, this episode is going to be more so just about Loki Loki. as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess... These two books were kind of great to, like... Put up, to put up against the show because we basically get not three different versions of Loki, but they're almost like three different looks at the character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think they're all very honestly describing the same person. You know yeah. what I mean? If not, Loki is not always necessarily directly represented. I feel like these three representations are kind of aiming for the same ideology of who yeah. they're wanting to get at it the, in the middle, you know? Um, and so I thought these were both really good choices. And exa- and I had I heard that too, that the agents of Asgard Loki was what was really expected to kind of come from the show. Uh-huh. And I think we kind of got that a little bit. A you don't think bit. so? Um, Have you guys all finished the show? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everybody here's finished it, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so what do y'all think about the um, the one that remains? Uh, he who he remains. remains. He who remains. So I didn't know this, but apparently that's a real like version of Kang at yes. the end of the It's universe. a variant of Kang. Well, so that's something that... Or King's a variant of him. Right. I think that's something... I don't know. That's, I wanted to find some of Walt Simonson's... Like, when he first showed the Time Variance Authority yeah. in the comic books. And I wanted us to read that, but I couldn't find anything. Um, we kind of slapdashed this all together. Yeah. We were going to read about <laughs> Loki, and we just couldn't find it, so we just didn't read it. But, um, you know, there's just all kinds of things that that I wanted to try and make for this episode and didn't come together. But I don't know if they use the term variants in the comics. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But what, it, what I've always understood as Kang is like Immortus, Kang, um, even Iron Lad from Young Avengers. Yeah. Spoiler alerts for anybody reading that book in <laughs> anticipation. I mean, I don't feel like that's a spoiler so much because that yeah. is like a big arc of his is that he yeah. is trying he, not to be that future of himself. Yeah. Exactly. And so they're all, from my understanding, it's almost like, no matter what, they all become each other throughout all of time because mm-hmm. they exist right. on all of time at the same time. But yeah, he who re- he who remains—that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he who remains. <laughs> it just reminds me of like Harry Potter or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but it—it's a—that's a real character that showed up in like a Thor book or yeah. something. Not even Immortus or Kang. Right. I mean, he was his own guy. I yeah. just like the subtle references that they drop about him, mm-hmm. his variants being Kang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because he says like. Um, I've been called many things, a ruler, a leader, a conqueror. Mm-hmm. It's just like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I read recently, um, cause I was looking at just random articles about King and yeah. he who remains. And, um, apparently the guy who played he who remains is scheduled to yeah. star Jonathan on majors, Ant-Man. Yeah, Jonathan majors, yeah. right? Yeah. The next Ant-Man stuff. Yeah. He so, was casted in that before he even surprise showed up in, in Loki. Loki. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really did. 
I deeply enjoyed the whole series, uh-huh. except for episode three, but I think that that's uh, common. Is that the Lamentous? Yeah, the Lamentous episode? that's the one where it's, mm-hmm. it seems like they're entirely mm-hmm. trying to uh, just build up the characters and their relationship with each other. What's that but movie? they barely do any of that, and it's mostly just them running. What's that movie with Channing Tatum and Mila Kunis? Magic Mike. Jupiter, oh, Jupiter Ascending. Ascending. So it's the Jupiter Ascending one. episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching it week to week? Yes. Oh, okay. So I. So did. it was. It was more of a letdown of a week than it was mm. a bad episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. That makes sense. This was that. probably much better to watch collected than it was to watch sure. week to week. Because I would agree. Because yeah, the Limitless episode was a big letdown, and even in the point, I, I remember finishing off that episode and being like, "This is where the show was going to go." You know, mm. like I don't know. I was just very surprised that like leading into the show, I was like, "Ooh, we get time traveling Loki, basically," mm-hmm. and now we were just like on alien planet with like the moon I, we're watching the time machine what is that yeah. movie, you know or the moon crashing into the planet it was also episode three the world is about to end and they're going to die but we all know that they're not there's no suspense to build there yeah so i mean the, there's the rest of this it was, wasn't a real cliffhanger was i mean was the ending of that episode the montage where they basically spent their whole like cg budget budget where they're like running through oh, the yeah. neon city yes yeah. i thought it looked pretty cool it did it look looked cool. cool it just felt out of place you know what I mean? okay i, I mean, mean i'm not gonna lie to you every one of these episodes for every one of these shows feels out of place for me yep. <laughs> i don't i'm not on board with these shows honestly yeah like, really yeah i i like them and i'm gonna watch them because they're part of the mcu but they don't feel it just feels like a half step towards something they want to build in the future and not a story for itself it, it feels like uh all of the deleted scenes from a movie that they're just releasing <laughs> yes. over time so it's more like agents of asgard that. than we'd like which yeah. is like it's just a promotion for a bunch of other shit you know did you guys hear that theory um of of the wandavision theory with loki we just so, watched the it there's a episode there's a video apparently yeah. well, mm-hmm. we watched it where they cut them together and apparently they have the same timestamps on each episode mm-hmm. which blows my mind which is in the moment of wandavision where she officially becomes the scarlet witch yeah. and takes on the power is where the he who man who can't remain anymore <laughs> decides uh, or he's like we just breached the what does he even fucking say now i'm trying to remember we just reached the, the threshold where, yeah the threshold. threshold we, we just, just made yeah. the multiverse here we go Ooh. so that's, how that's do y'all feel about the theory the, the seal. That, that she um is the reason he can't predict anything in, anymore or do you think he was just telling the truth hey i could predict up to this point no i think i think it's probably we're supposed to take it as it is. I don't know. That's the thing. Like it, this show, the the show doesn't. It's all mystery all the time, and it's just like yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's the shitty thing with magic is I feel like anything they do, they can easily just be like, oh, well, magic, and it's undone. You it's kind of like yeah. Star Wars with the Force. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Especially. It's almost exactly like that. Especially lately. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I, it's it's just leading to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and I guess that's all that. Really I mean, matters. I like what about it. House of M? I don't. Think that'll have it happen. I, I don't think so. No. Frankly, I think we could get like an Easter egg of it, maybe in like a montage of like multiversing break. You know what mm. I mean? There could be a moment where they just show like several multiverse very quickly, and exactly we get like an image of just like her in a costume from House of M or something. And that's all they need to do. You know what I mean? That that's all the House of M we probably really need. You know? What is? There, if, oh, what were you gonna say? I was say, is there variants of Wanda? Because She's a pure nexus herself, right? No. She's supposed no. So to be the only Wanda in all the multiverse? I don't think so. 
I, I no. don't think so. Um, you know what's funny is Phantom X from Uncanny mm-hmm. X Force. He is the only Phantom X in the whole multiverse. Oh, really? which I oh, thought wow. that was that was kind of and there's five cool. of him. <laughs> yeah, now there is. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, yeah, because in his head, yeah. and then but no, he split himself into like three different people. Um, no, but House of M. I want to talk about this because that implies that Magneto is her dad. Mm. Do you guys? think that they would do that if they introduced the x-men because how would they do i, so. I like think that they might being the same age basically no well how would they do fucking like like you know holocaust survivor <laughs> you know what i mean like at how yeah. would they explain all that i think shit? they might have burned the bridge to x-men for now with uh What's his name? Peter Evans casting. Oh. Oh. Well, I mean, I don't think they were ever going to put the Fox characters besides Deadpool in the MCU. Um, Loud noise. (laughs) Was it that loud? (laughs) It was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm finding out how much I'm like deafened by these headphones. Yeah, like like after the fact. Dude, that's why sometimes like when we're done recording, you'll see you would see me like pull them off and kind of like, "Ah," because exactly they like leave you they leave you shook paul damien do we do you and i have the exact same headphones yes yes i okay. bought i reordered the exact yeah. same pair i ordered you cool yeah i bought them <laughs> you did fuck yeah i mean i ordered them <laughs> hell yeah you know what though what i didn't pay tax oh true true yeah so what do you guys think about magneto <laughs> i would love to for them to bring him in but i i just don't see it in the near future no yeah that's the thing like they have Fantastic Four slated for what, like 2024 or some shit like, like that? Like, they have so much they'd have to do to bring Magneto in. A lot of, like, retconning, too. You think so? Or I, just, not maybe not retconning, but just changes, you know? I mean, my thing is, is that we've already gotten a lot of X-Men on the big screen. And I mm, think that yeah. if Marvel's smart, they will recognize that and be like, we don't... I mean, as much as that hasn't been the greatest representation of those characters, we don't need more of it right now, you mm. know? I don't know. It's. I mean, it's like the Spider-Man predicament. Did we need three Spider-Men at this point? You know, yes. did we need? Oh, like actors? Yeah. yeah. Did we need it to be have been remade three? You know, three different times at this point? Did we need Anthony Garfield? Andrew Garfield was ever. <laughs> did we need Andrew Garfield in between the middle two? You know, like I don't. I know. mean, according to Sony, yes. <laughs> I don't. Kevin Feige so. had yeah. nothing to do with that, but you know, it's like if. If Sp- I just if Spider Man would have been under Marvel's wheelhouse all this time, we would have we would have had one Spider Man actor who would have already retired, and we'd be on to like our second at this point. Yeah. We wouldn't have had three reiterations of the actor. You know what I mean? It we'd be on to our Falcon, mm-hmm. you know, level two, you know, round two Spider Man. And I think I don't know. It's like I kind of wish we had that in a way. I'm bummed that movies suck, and the fact that you know we couldn't have Spider Man sooner in the MCU. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's what I I loved about. Um, just all the X-Men movies, fucking Hugh Jackman is the Wolverine in all of them. He's like a consistent trait. Even even the ones where it's not the same universe. Well, yeah, like yeah. Days of yeah. Futures Past kind of tried to bridge those barriers and make it more sense. Yeah. Sensical. I don't know. I, don't I It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, in my opinion, I think we've seen enough of the X-Men on the screen I feel like at this point in time. I feel like they're not going to do that, though. Because why would they spend what was it like seven billion to acquire it just to not use it? Yeah, it's like I think that X Men is the failsafe for when everyone has for sure Avengers fatigue. You know what I mean? Because we're not going to have an Avengers movie in the next three or four years, but there will be an Avengers movie one day, and then you know 
X-Men is, they purchased the X-Men and the Fantastic Four to prolong the MCU. I mean, and it's so, getting closer. I, what, I think it's getting closer. They did New mean? Mutants. Well, that's no. not MCU. That was Fox's New Mutants final is, Yeah, the final X-Men movie. <laughs> and so it's just like, they're, they're obviously going to try and figure out how to put Deadpool in this, but it's just like, I don't, I, at this point, I'm just consuming it all and I'm not going to criticize their decisions. You that's know what how I am mean? with Star Wars. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's how I am, Just too. pump me full of garbage. I don't know. I'll enjoy it. <laughs> I just love the lure. For some reason, I feel like Marvel is the only one I can get on the bandwagon with and just kind of accept whatever they choose to do and be like, I guess this is it now. This is this is the reality <laughs> of this, you know? So, but yeah, Star Wars is a lot tougher. New Star Wars was a lot tougher. How do you feel about Star Wars, Todd? Like, actually, critically? Critically? the The latest trilogy? Bad, but I loved it. Oh, okay. That's cool. Do you like The Mandalorian? I love The Mandalorian, and I'm very excited for uh, Boba Fett. Oh, they're making a Boba Fett show? Yeah, but do we know for sure if after two years of Boba Fett, they're going to come back and tell Mando's story more? I don't know. Mm, It's tough to say, because the ending was like, eh. It was, like, okay. it was just it was a really what do you weird mean ending. Eh? like story wise or what you it know was, like just a little bit of everything like it wasn't like a good cliffhanger it doesn't did leave. it feel like it was here's my thing it could have been yeah, yeah, if yeah, that is the end of the mandalorian if that's how historians i fucking love that show and um, it's because it's basically two seasons about a side character someone who isn't mm. the main character in the story someone who genuinely doesn't matter you know what I mean? and it and it basically gives it tells you that it's like yeah. he's just someone to pass this baby along in a side quest you know what i mean and it ends that abruptly of like he's done with his mission he's done you know that's it that's how that goes you know and also on top of that it's a western so the majority of the episodes didn't even matter to begin with it was just hey you're here you're gonna do this mission yeah continue so, so i the mandalorian i never even considered that season two of the mandalorian would be the end of that show but if it is that actually improves that show in my opinion because of, of exactly that reasoning that it's it's just a story about a side guy, you know? But do you expect them to not beat the dead horse and give you more fan service? <laughs> I mean, but he has a they're going saber. to. Um, it doesn't I, matter. Okay. It, the thing I'm most excited about when it comes to Star Wars is the fucking Cassian Andor show. Oh, yeah. Because it has no That's effect one guy. on anything. Mm-hmm. Like how Kenny's talking about the Mandalorian. I don't want to see a Boba Fett show. I don't want to see a you know darth maul show or whatever else they're gonna do you know what i mean like what's her name ahsoka tano ahsoka tano i always get her in the and well because yeah bo katan that's who i'm getting those two (laughs) names fucking yeah bo katan and ahsoka tano yes it's just i don't know i why do they want to keep retreading the same shit like the mandalorian is literally a variant, like if we want to talk about Loki, it's a variant of <laughs> Boba Fett, Fett, and then yeah. the baby is a, ba- a variant of Yoda, and everyone's like, "Oh, new original," and it's like, "No, not even a little bit." You know what I mean? Like, I would love for them, <laughs> if we were to get anything more Star Wars, I would absolutely love for them to do the Old Republic. Oh cool. yes, dive into a story that we haven't really heard that much out of, mm-hmm. and not have it be a part of this mainline Skywalker, whatever Dude, the fuck. Just fucking like you said just dive right in with everything with the the war and everything just yeah. use the same oh, world but back in time you yeah. can tell a yeah. whole new story you can do whatever you want and you will barely be breaking lore because there's so much plot armor mm-hmm. it's called the force <laughs> <laughs>
Do you guys want to talk about Loki? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> Speaking of Loki, Todd I, didn't really talk much about it. So I kind of want to like Yeah, what did you think you about, feel the, about the, it? the one show. comic that you oh, oh, or the show, yeah. Well, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, AOA, uh, Agents of Asgard, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed except for I didn't read anything that came before that and we only read what the first 5-6 issues. Yeah. I really enjoyed what I read, but I also felt like I don't understand anything that's going on. <laughs> mm. I, this is a fun trip. I don't know why we're on it. How did you feel about the issue where it's old Loki going back in time and to tricking mess with Odin? Odin. Into, I I greatly enjoyed that. That was like fuck. That was like the best shit out yeah. of this fucking. Book. I also didn't realize until the final or that issue where old Loki mm. is the prisoner. That, oh, that was two different Lokis this whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what I loved about that whole uh-huh. arc was um, that I, I've heard those stories plenty of times because I love mythology. Yeah. So I've actually heard that story where Loki goes back. Oh, that's where, a real? Where, yeah, where Loki, um, wow. uh, they, they kill Ulter. Uh-huh. And then they go and kill the other one. I forgot their names. But that's an actual Fenrir. story. Oh, in, holy shit. In, in Norse, Norse mythology. mythology. Yeah. Wow. That's actually pretty cool. And then, But minus the bazooka. Yes. <laughs> that's um, what I'm literally looking at right now. And then, you know the part where, with the other guy, um, Sigurd? Yeah, yeah Sigurd. Um, there's another North, Nor- Nordic, Norse? Sorry. Norse. Oh, okay. Nordic hero. Um, I forgot his, can't remember his name. Um, it it might have been like Siegfried or something mm-hmm. like oh, that. Okay. But he like kills a dragon and bathes in its blood and like he gets the ability to talk to animals and oh. stuff like that. And he becomes immortal by drinking its by eating some of it and drinking some of its blood. And so that's just another thing that they added into the comic, which is kind of cool because yeah. that's like one of my favorite Nordic heroes of all time. So, so were, did you like this issue? Be- even though you it. had known the story beforehand. Yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed it a lot. It was, it was a bit weird. <laughs> just in the middle of this fucking story, yeah. well, it felt like the middle. Obviously, we only read the beginning, right? But it felt like in the middle of this story, we're just like, oh yeah, so we're just gonna follow this guy for a little bit. Yeah. You know, I thought it was so cool. I, I I love it when comics do that, where it's just out of nowhere. This like Vision did it with mm-hmm. Wanda with yeah. Wanda. I almost said Wanda Vision. We got that epic <laughs> jump back to be yeah. like, now let's see all of their relationship leading up to these events. Yeah. yeah, no, I really liked this issue exactly to kind of bring us back because the thing is, um, Sigurd is someone I don't know a lot about. You know, I mean, I, he's someone I've. I don't. I before this book didn't know him. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like I've, we've seen the name at least somewhere before. Where it was like mentioned in passing. You know that they mentioned Sigurd, right. the greatest Asgardian hero. Um, but I really like this issue and getting to see like young Odin because that's not something we ever really get to see a lot of, you know Dude, what I mean? Poor son. <laughs> Lee Garbett drew him exactly how Olivier Coipel draws uh, Thor. Thor yeah. So it's just like, oh, it's just a spitting image of Thor. It's mm-hmm. so cool. God, he looks so good in that book. Um, but this all felt very Thor. And yeah. that's what I liked about it. I, and, you know, I love Thor is one of my favorite marvel characters and comic runs to read you know what i mean and so this is where i really got those feels of finally getting back to like those asgardian kind of storytelling you know especially with like the you know old paper scroll kind of panels to tell kind of give the epilogue or the exposition and stuff okay uh what what is odin's brother's name cole cole Cole. yeah that's that's somebody that i would like to see a lot more in the comics mainly because i do want to watch him eat thor and so (laughs) i'm bummed that you read 
AOA because he does show up he in does. Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so you made, all of the the pop-ups in Sorcerer Supreme I felt like were more enjoyable for me because they were characters I actually already kind of knew or gave a shit about, right. you know, versus, oh. like Doctor Strange and uh Jane. And Jane and um the one we just fucking said. Cole. Cole, Cole you know, and all these characters. So those as they popped up, I was like, oh, but it seemed like everything in AOA I was kinda like, all right, I guess I get to learn about this character. You know, <laughs> Lorelei was the big pop-up in uh, Agents of Asgard that I like yeah. that's because I've watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. which she is AOS yeah, AOS <laughs> which she is a character in from time to time and I liked that they did that bit where we were supposed to believe that var- Varsity var- where Varsity yeah. Verity. Is, was her Verity. Verity Verity that's what it is Verity is her I think that was like what we were kind of supposed to think throughout that whole issue did you not? No. Because I was well, under that impression that we no, were No, because they explicitly say like oh you think I'm her and, yeah. and he's like no, no, no. yeah, I like that kind of Oh, yeah, from the beginning, yes. And from the very first time you see her, like, oh, this is Lorelai. And so they play the game. So by the end of it, she's like, well, oh, you think it's me? It's her. And they just show the most normal ass looking woman in the world. And that's (laughs) supposed to be Lorelai. I thought that was like a really fun little thing that Al Ewing chose to do. Sorry. Um, What? Sorry. I looked up more about the hero I was talking about. So there's a Germanic hero named Siegfried, Uh but Sigurd is a Norse hero. Based off of Sigurd. Oh, okay, so they're, they're one in the same. They're the same, same, the same story, yeah. Much like um, Roman and Greek. Yes. I'm not sure if you guys caught it, and I'm sure that there was also more references that I didn't catch, but one of my favorite parts about uh, AOA, Agents of Asgard, mm-hmm. Asgard is uh, the Princess Bride. Uh, oh, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when Sigurd and, I'm left-handed. And Loki yeah. were I am too. <laughs> it's, that book is very nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. It was it was obviously written by kind of like a nerdy person. Yeah. In the sense that it's got a lot a lot of pop was, culture reference. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out in 2014, so, uh, Kenny, that's around the time when, like, you know... Um, Avengers and Secret or no New Avengers was real hot with Jonathan Hickman mm-hmm. leading up to Secret Wars. That was a good time. That was when we were like reading week to week. Yeah, we were deep in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, That's crazy that this was in that spec. I feel like this title was something I had definitely seen before. Right. You know, and it was just nothing we were picking up at the time period. Either. Yeah. I mean, I never, I was never very interested in Loki. Mm-hmm. I think the movies painted him very differently, yeah. in my opinion. Because I really like the idea of Loki not being evil, but just this trickster that's just fucking with people for almost no reason. Just so let's actually let's kind of talk about that because that was one of my things with the show was like I had a baby bit of a problem with, and it's just that I felt like they couldn't figure out how they wanted Loki to be exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think by the end of it, our impression was supposed to be like he is trying to be better kind of like what we got in sorcerer supreme where it's like you don't know the whole time and by the end you're like okay he genuinely was trying to do the right thing in this entire comic you know mm-hmm. but i don't know it's like was he watching was he watching <laughs> agent or watching the Lo- loki the show i i don't know i was so torn on how i felt they were representing the character as Lo- i mean like at a point i felt like i was just watching tom hiddleston you know yeah. what i mean perform you know, and it, it's not even really so much loki anymore as much as the character that he's just become under that moniker but with that you have to remember he did like he's evil loki from trying to invade the world watching himself dying and now trying to like live with course that. correct yeah almost yeah he's trying to create a new that's, version that's of himself a good point. and and even He's exactly, traumatized this is meant to be loki pulled plucked straight from avengers one right. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and he's just such a different i feel like he's just very contrasting who he is immediately walking away from that to where we see him in 
the TVA, which was a little bit of a bummer. And I get that. I mean, you see yourself die on screen. It's going to change you a little yeah. bit. But at the same time, like... From your boss, too. Yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, the guy was... you are currently working for. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Uh, it, the funny thing is, when I was reading the comics, I just heard Tom Hiddleston's voice. Yeah, for sure. Time. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's that young, handsome Loki or or the Loki in Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. Young, sexy Loki. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so something both of these comics do, they get us naked Loki multiple times. Yeah, yes, they do. <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, let's take a quick break and when we come back, we'll actually talk about Loki and no more Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> more Star Wars. Are we getting back into it? Hey guys, and welcome back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, keep it going. So we're talking about what Loki? Yes. What? Which one? Um, all, of them. all the variants. I guess all of them. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Sylvie. Okay. Do you like her? I I loved her. I did like Sylvie. Yeah. She's, I I feel like they should have done a better job, like telling us more mm-hmm, about her. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now that we know there's going to be a fucking season two, we're for sure going to get more about her. So is Sylvie in, uh, Enchantress? Mm-hmm. I. Don't know. I mean, that's her name. It what? What do you mean? Like she keeps enchanting real name. I don't think so. I think Enchantress's real no. name is Aurora. I like Kitoki. no. It's, it's they say it in Agents of No. That's Lorelai. No, there's another girl. Oh. When there's a, three of them trying to do the heist, one of them Amora is her alter ego. Amora. Amora. It's, it literally says alter ego Amora. Okay, I think she just goes by Enchantress or I like Amora. Kid Loki is the young <laughs> Sylvie Lushton. Who has given her great mystic powers by Loki? Oh, her name yeah. is Sylvie Lushton. That's wow. why I said that. When I was like, when they dropped her Ooh. name as being Sylvie, that was like a straight up she's enchantress. You wow. Know? Yeah, in so, the comics, he creates her. Okay, so in the show, uh, why did she start calling herself Sylvie? I guess because that is the Loki name that he would have given mm-hmm. Enchantress. Okay, I, it's I, like something. It's a. It's like so. a name she takes for herself. Is what she we basically. Yeah, get. but there's like. But it's the same mind, the same pattern of thinking that when Loki created the female version of himself, he yeah. named her Sylvie. So when the female version of her um, wanted a female existed, name. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was Amora or Aurora. I called it Aurora. Gamora. <laughs> yeah, Gamora. <laughs> completely different. Person. Sleeping Beauty, Gamora. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, Sylvie was cool. I think you're right that we should have gotten more focal point on her. Like if she was going to be the focus of the show and obviously the thing we're getting out of this show, you know, um, we needed, you know, we should have gotten more of her backstory, more of why she is the way that she is. Cause I mean, they gave like, I mean, it was basically kind of a shallow, like, oh, she got taken and now she's just been running all these years. It'd been cool to maybe have gotten a whole episode of Mm -hmm. her like running around and figuring the first apocalypse she found, you know, I think that would have been a really neat thing to get to see in the show much more than a whole lamentous episode true for sure you know i like Um, old loki yeah i want to talk about old loki (laughs) and in comparison to sylvie which Mm -hmm. is both of these characters um old loki becomes uh what what like marooned on a planet by himself he he's basically takes himself there Mm -hmm. yeah and he he just stays there for what like a millennium or something yeah for some amount of time and and then the same thing with sylvie where she's real young and she escapes when she's real young i just feel like these people they wouldn't be so impressionable they wouldn't be so character you know what i mean because they're just 
like alone the whole time sylvie like Mm -hmm. how does she know how to really communicate with loki i mean she's not stupid but like at the same time like she's just already so much of her own character you think that she has like like a a real history other than just like oh i just keep hiding and everything you know what i mean because they are loki they are just naturally loki charismatic scoundrels Mm -hmm. i guess they'd be getting up to mischief no matter where they went you would think you know there wouldn't be anywhere they could go where they could lay docilely you know (laughs) but also sylvie isn't very much so mischief you know Mm -hmm. i mean yeah she she's like a different aspect of his power altogether i feel for sure Uh, an aspect that obviously the mcu is lacking Mm -hmm. in our boy uh what's his name Loki? Tom Hiddleston. Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. <laughs> oh, because oh, he's not a girl. Right. <laughs> so, um, so is a frost giant that is his dad, Laufey? Laufey. Okay. I was wondering why he's Laufey-son, not yeah. Odinson. Yes. Um, I, I was really hoping, you know the part in the comic in Agents of Asgard where he stabs Thor yeah. with the Sword of Truth or whatever? Um, when that happened, I was really hoping that we were going to be getting... I was like, I was wondering if that's where they got Kid Loki in the show. Oh, killing this was his that brother. was like the variants oh, yeah. were going to come in, and be yeah. like, you can't do this, or you know, the TV was going to come cool. in and pluck him out I of the situation. I thought it was going to be something around like there more. that it was going to go a little bit into that side because I obviously I've never read this nope. comic. Right, we and just so, got the Black Kryptonite arc from yeah. All Star Superman. So I was <laughs> <laughs> okay. And why much. was why was Loki and Thor? Um, what do you mean? When he stabs uh, Thor, old Loki comes out as that black smoke and is bottled. When he gives that bottle to oh. the All-Mother, they maybe open that's, it and old Loki comes out. Maybe that's something that comes out later in the book where like someone planted old Loki well, inside of Thor. Well, they said that Malachith had touched Thor oh. and had like poisoned him. Or something. See, you guys read it better than I did. I, I didn't even. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that they said Malachi in the whole book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They did mention Malachith once. Now that you mentioned wow. that, that is it. They, they did like kind of passively explain, like, oh, well, this is why he'd be kind of getting yeah. broody Which, and angry. I don't and... even know who that is. Malachith. Yeah. He's oh, the villain from the second. Thor yeah. Movie. Yeah. He's the Dark Elf. He's the oh, leader of the Dark Elves. Okay. He's much cooler in the comics. Yeah. Um, what if they teamed up uh, Rocket Raccoon with Malachith and they renamed them to Rigsby and Malachi? <laughs> I hate I'm, just you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't be fully opposed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I mean, I, I really like Sylvie to go back to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, old Loki in the show mm-hmm. and then also in the comic mm-hmm. book. I was sure that these were going to be one in the same kind of yeah, ideas. I was hoping so. Yeah. Um, I do like, I guess, the whole reason re- he was in the show, old Loki was just to help them and sacrifice himself mm-hmm. in the end. He was um, meant to be like Loki full of regret at the end of time. I, mean, I think yeah. is what we're supposed to understand that after all of time, he would realize that he's just a shitty person and then want to make amends to that, which is once again, not totally honest to who Loki is. I think mm. this comic book does old man Loki way more oh, honest, which is it. that after a millennia of time, he would just be batshit and mm-hmm. with the most mis- mischievous he's ever been in his yeah. entire life, <laughs> willing to go, go yeah. all the way back to the beginning of time and just fuck around and write history for himself, you know? <laughs> I like how he's... With the fucking bazooka. <laughs> I like how he's he says, like, I don't even lie anymore kind yeah. of thing. Like I, I'm, I'm just in the show, fucking crazy in the comic. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, old in the man comic, Loki, yeah. Loki yeah, when he says he basically says like, "Hey, I'm all truth, buddy. Mm-hmm. This is what I am." Because he's not lying to himself anymore. Yeah, so he's he accepted it. it, you know. So it's just like fucking 
cool. Yeah. <laughs> there was one other like Easter eggy kind of thing um, I wanted to mention, but it's in Sorcerer Supreme. Okay. Um, but it's where we get this moment um, where Loki's trying to get through what we find out that is the door blocking the void. Right. Oh, okay. And you know what I'm talking You're bringing it up now, and this is a fun thing for you that they kind of did, was that there's a door in... Doctor in the the Sanctum Sanctorum that Loki just cannot get through, and so he's trying every method he can until we finally get him trying this. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she's just oh, M sixteen yeah. and two M sixteen, and she's like, "You tried," and the woman helping him is like, "You've tried every method of magic. <laughs> Why do you think those are going to work?" And he's like, "Are you joking? These are the very rifles that Scourge the Mighty Executioner wielded." Yeah. And so it's literally <laughs> referencing Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, and I thought that was dope. I loved well, them. Thor Ragnarok is a reference to something Walt Simonson did which is like scourge found these guns and he was like i can use these you know what i mean like <laughs> speaking of references um in agents of asgard mm-hmm. um where hawkeye accidentally shoots bruce banner oh uh-huh. and and yeah. they tell him don't get angry yeah. bruce and he's just like but i'm always angry <laughs> yeah. then he just turns into the yeah. Hulk, which is is this panel right here yeah I think that's a lot of that's awesome that these the comic book artists can do that. Mm-hmm. That I mean, it doesn't always work the other direction, but they can directly reference these fun little moments in the movies. So you know, just like I so seamlessly. Like, I feel like the whole reason the Avengers are the antagonists in the first issue of Loki is to draw readers in that mm-hmm. just came out of seeing, you know, a- Age of Ultron or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's funny because that scene where. Hawkeye accidentally shoots Bruce. Um, it's also kind of like foreshadowing, like not really, but foreshadowing um, uh, Civil War Two in the comic books, where Bruce gives uh, Clint. Oh, I forgot about an that arrow that is spe- specifically designed to kill the Hulk, and oh, so he oh. shoots him in the head. <laughs> Damn, dude! Civil War Two is a pretty crazy read. <laughs> we should read it for the com- for the for the. I'm cast. down, dude. That I'm down. Okay. <laughs> I'm downtown like Battle here. Mountain. <laughs> I might. You don't know. Yeah, he might. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's. How it's, much do you know about Inhumans? Not very much. I mean, I know some, some. but not not much. I watched the show. You watched the Inhuman show? You're yes, the only person at the table that did that. It wasn't. It wasn't the worst. Okay. <laughs> um, but was there stuff that you liked but from I can, it? I understand all y'all shock from that. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say like. Did you see it, it in IMAX? I, I'm kind of into those little <laughs> corny side shows that they have. You know, like that, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Have it, you seen exactly. the episode where like Gorilla Grodd uh, is going to kill Barack Obama? What? No, I have not. Is that a real episode? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull up the YouTube video right now. Oh my god! We're gonna listen to it on the podcast. <laughs> have, you, have you watched Agents of Shield? Uh, most of it. I haven't seen maybe like two seasons. I need to finish the last season yeah, too. So I haven't followed. You've it. seen Agent Carter as well, right? Ugh. No, no, I've not seen Agent oh, Carter. Okay. I don't know why I thought that you've totally seen it. Okay, do you guys want to see Gorilla Grodd yeah, trying to kill yeah. Barack Obama? Did he see telekinetic? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was just telepathic. Really, I thought he was really smart. Yeah, that. Okay, ready. Would he like he also kills like a, a device to control people's brainwaves? Barack Obama. It will almost be an honor to kill you. You will not escape. Grodd will complete his mission. Did he go back in time? Time to make America Grodd again. (laughs) (laughs) His face, the face he makes, like, oh, don't say it. 
<laughs> don't say it. <laughs> oh my! So I, I understand why you like uh, Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the Flash show uh-huh. gets worse and worse and worse as it goes on. Really? That's like, what I've heard. Like the <laughs> what's the it budget? Called? The screenplay oh, gets yeah. worse. You know, the story in mm-hmm. general gets worse. Um, yeah. Like Isn't it, that most shows? Not that, even the budget, like just I, well. I mean, the I CGI feel like gets worse. There's like a roller coaster point where they usually start at a point, go good, and then fall off. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like that's like the really. Track I feel like the it's the shows. opposite, where it's like really good falls down, and then when they're doing the finale, they're like, "Let's get back all our good writers and and write one less <laughs> good finale." You know, I just like feel like so many of the shows I recommend or try to push on people, like actually shows I try to genuinely push on people that are multi seasons like that. I'm like, you just got to get through the first two seasons, and then it gets really good. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the <laughs> is the argument you're pushing you know all i know about flash is that i just tried to watch it from the beginning to get to flashpoint and i couldn't i just is watch- flashpoint good in the show um yeah no oh they did I mean, flashpoint in the show i mean in, they didn't a, do in it. a way hmm. like they don't not we don't do, get thomas wayne yeah wheeling we, guns you don't do all that like it, it's just he changes the universe don't moment, we all you know <laughs> <laughs> i know i said it i said it like it's just like you know he just fucking changed the entire universe yeah but I no mean, they do where he goes back in time saves his mom comes back everything's different then he goes back in time to stop himself from saving his mom but this time he's eobon thon or yeah. whatever his name is is that e- real eobard eobald eobard thong thong yeah eobard thong i'm sure you've seen that mean where it's Don or Professor Zoom, uh-huh. and he's like, Professor um, Zoom. Yeah, he, that's his name. He's like, he was created in like the fucking sixties or some shit. <laughs> he he's telling Flash, he's like, Hey Barry, remember when you were in the twelfth grade or he's like the eighth grade, and you were talking to that really pretty girl, and you came in your pants? That was me, Barry. I jerked you off at hyper speed, <laughs> so that way you would be embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Professor Zoom. <laughs> yeah. His name's Professor Zoom. I mean, is that any better than Professor X? And then they yes, also it's made far his better. Name is Xavier. It makes sense. It, the worst thing about Professor Zoom uh-huh. is that they also made Reverse Flash, uh-huh. and for the longest time, they were the same character. Yeah, Reverse. Zoom. And eventually, they're just all they're two different people now. Yeah, it's just kind of. I didn't like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they are two different people now. They are. Now Funk. they are. Yeah, Thonk. Well, Eubard Thon is Professor Zoom. Yeah, but then and he's from the future. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it was an alien. So Reverse Flash is the alien. No, Reverse Flash is a human. Oh, aren't they the aliens? aliens? I think no. None of them. Are I think Eubard Thon is just so genetically forward that he seems like an alien. Oh, okay. He's like, like he's almost like a different human. Like yeah. What comes after human. But what yeah, about Loki? Much. Yeah, I mean. I am disappointed that there's going to be a season two. <laughs> Let's too. just talk about it. That was really? the biggest bummer. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of excited for it. I was so weirded out by it. I don't. I'm kind of in the camp where I'm like, these shows are temporary. And they and, need to be. And it's like, they're just like feed for us to have while we're waiting for the next MCU film. But at the same time, I want the MCU films to be so much more contained and just for themselves. And so it's hard for me to get excited for something like Ant-Man Quantumanium. Well, this is kind of like what I was talking about last time, where I was saying, like, I'm enjoying Marvel having these shows, but it's obviously, sorry, it's obviously Mm -hmm. very much filler. Mm -hmm. It's just, hey, 
watch this while we try to develop something else over here. Don't look, don't yeah. look over here. But it's also not yeah. necessarily filler, but more setup. Yeah, no, it's yeah. just constant it's setup. Just propping up the next world for us to dive into. Which just, is all the Marvel movies ever. That's not true. No, there's a lot of them that can stand on their own. Mm -hmm. They just also have little hints of stand-up. They're set up. If y'all were to recommend anything Marvel, like somebody who hasn't watched any of the movies or any of the shows specifically, what would y'all recommend? None. None? I would straight up tell them, don't bother. Don't bother. Like, it's so far deep and... you're no, gonna... but like if they really wanted to watch something, oh, then just and start from the beginning. Just, just watch Guardians from the 1. beginning. That's me. Really? I'd Guardians say watch 1? Guardians of the Galaxy. That movie's made for everybody. Black Widow. Oh, I haven't interesting. seen it. That was hands down my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, but you couldn't just yeah, watch think... that movie. That's that true. wouldn't make any sense. I think it's you just can. your favorite Marvel movie because it's the la- latest one. I honestly don't think so. no. I enjoyed it much more than any Marvel movie. I feel like I could watch it again. I've I mean, never felt like I could rewatch a Marvel movie except for Black Widow. Interesting. I mean, I'm definitely, I would definitely like to rewatch Black Widow for sure. And Have you it, seen it? But it is, no, I haven't seen it. For the most part, a standalone movie. It's kind of because, it. like, it starts mm-hmm. out with her on the run. Yeah, true. So, I mean, I've always kind of thought about like a concise, like these are the essential movies you have to watch in order to continue mm-hmm. watching but honestly like if if it's the first one if it's iron man one if it's captain america one if it's you know thor one any of them thor one's it, the best <laughs> out of those three you're saying out of probably all of them out of all the movies really? at all? i would like if i were to if somebody wanted to watch a movie i'd say either thor one or ant-man one Dude, thor you, know, one? you like paul Ant-Man. rudd Ant-Man. yes or no Ant-Man. A- actually ant-man and Thor 1 are probably the most standalone movies yeah. out of the whole MCU, now that I you guess, say that. I guess yeah. that's true. And well, well, also like Guardians. Guardians. I mean, yeah. that's my thing with Guardians. It, anybody can pick that movie and true. watch it, and they're going to not have be confused on what's going on, and they're going to be entertained, I you disagree. know? And if they want another movie to watch, they can watch Guardians too. I, oh, it's such it sucks. I haven't seen it. It's not the that bad. It's not as bad as like going from Anchorman to Anchorman but, 2. But okay, you can't true. argue it's that Guardians... It's on the same stream, but... <laughs> It's on, like, yeah, the same stream of badness, but it's not on the same level. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, going from Anchorman to Anchorman 2 and then Guardians to Guardians 2. Oh. No, it is equally bad. Those are equal jumps off of a ship. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, Zoolander too many. But I was going to say. Oh, my God. I think talk. that's even worse than anything we've named. Let Kenny talk. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just going to mention the Guardians. You can argue that it's less of a standalone because it obviously sets up the Infinity Stones for the whole series. You know what I mean? But beyond that, I think that movie is probably, like, the most conditioned for your 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 average Joe to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I don't think so because it's so fucking wacky and colorful and the space is so confusing and there's this place called Nowhere and I don't know, there's this guy called The Collector and I don't know, it just seems... There's a lot thrown at you. But you you know what? You put it all to an 80s soundtrack and everybody from the last 30 years is going to fucking love it. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) But there's easy. There's a lot of movies where they throw random excess shit at you. Like what? Like... Like Terminator 2? Yes, Terminator 3. <laughs> what about... What, what would y'all say is the worst Marvel movie? Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, I, I, like I Am- enjoyed I, Ant-Man I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is better than Captain Guardians Marvel. of the Galaxy 2. I would say Captain Marvel. Well, no. Okay, I want to hear Those are the bottom. Films. Those are the bottom barrel right there. We just okay, want to hear... 2, worst movie. God damn, I y'all. don't know how it's not. Okay, well, hold on. Why do you think Captain Marvel is so bad? I just... I think it was acting. What? I think I just didn't like her. 
Oh, her? Like yeah. Brie Larson? I she guess. she played what she was told to play. That yeah. is the character. You know what? It, I guess it's directing then. It's no. I, she was directed to play like that. It, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on it, it's just everything just seemed so forced in the movie. Which like, part? Because I'll tell you what I fucking hate about Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's the Kree and the Scrolls, and how okay. suddenly we're supposed to give a shit about these two aliens, and we're mm. on one of their planets. At the and it same doesn't make, time, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't talk about how she's in the army or anything like the space army, the Kree army. That movie is so fucking confusing right from the get go. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Who is the supreme intelligence? What is Kree? You know, it doesn't even try with yeah, any of that it's, shit. Mm. It's like, hey, you remember that guy from Guardians One that was the bad guy? This is his people. <laughs> no, they're not all blue. We didn't explain <laughs> that. <laughs> exactly that movie is and unless you read the comic books and i do you're gonna you're gonna understand it but i have i am cursed with entering every one of these marvel properties like how is someone who doesn't know anything about marvel going to fucking understand that's hilarious that's hilariously considerate of you to go into these versus just going in and being like how are they going to do this thing i already know so much about you're going (laughs) how are they going to promote it to people who don't know all this shit about it why are you guys not just going in there asking how like why why not just go in there be like all right i'm gonna watch this movie now well because it doesn't make any sense Okay. Like, they don't say that she is a soldier and that that is her commander until, like, way later. It's like playing as in, like, you'll catch up, you'll get it, don't worry. But I don't <laughs> think that's what you should do with a space movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. It's, it starts off as in a mystery and it doesn't, it's not a mystery story. Yeah, like, they... They flat out mm-hmm. tell us her origin, her human origin, mm-hmm. before it lets her know. And I think that was a mistake. I think that they should have just made it seem like she was Cree from the get-go and talk more about Cree history before talking about her. It's almost that as if like they're it. trying to convince you to watch it while you're already watching it. <laughs> <laughs> like, in all honesty. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I, also just <laughs> I also just found the movie extremely cheesy. I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, it is a Marvel movie. Real yeah, quick. but but all the other Marvel movies aren't that fucking cheesy. Yeah, I mean, they I mean? all are. Kinda. I feel like the first Except Avengers are the, the most extent? cheesy. I would agree with that too. I'm sorry, what? The first well, Avengers movie, or like the Ant Man oh. movies, and like the like the level of like humor that they're really trying to push. You know, I think the cheesiest is for sure Guardians Two. Guardians Two, yeah. like Guardians yeah, but that's like 1. stinky cheese. We're talking about like the good <laughs> Guardians cheese. It was like. Like copy and paste from Guardians 1. Yeah, Guardians 1, I feel, I'm going to keep saying this until we see Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. I think Guardians 1 was a complete fucking fluke. Because sure, James Gunn can definitely direct, and sure, he can be funny, but Guardians 2 was the same fucking shit, the same jokes, and it hardly fucking did anything. Mm-hmm. You, I remember when Guardians 1 first came out, you literally said, I think this movie's a fluke. Yeah, I remember Those that. exact same words. Like and that. I still yeah. feel that way, because, like, um, let's think about it. it. Guardians 3 is definitely going to happen. Do you guys want a Guardians 4? No. I didn't want a Guardians 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. neither did I. And I'm kind of disappointed that you say that. Think about <laughs> Star-Lord. Do you want to keep seeing him? I'm kind of tired of seeing Chris Pratt and everything, but no, I'm also dude. very I don't oh I don't want to see the story of him falling in love with Gamora again. Yeah. Right? I mean that's what they're going to fucking do again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the idea of or Star-Lord will get another love interest, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean just the idea of there being more Star-Lord confuses me. Like what the fuck could they do with Star-Lord? I hope that he plays second to Thor. 
I mean, yeah, that's the joke that they're going to do. Exactly. Do. That's going to be that I mean, you just described Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in its yeah. entirety. <laughs> How much can those two riff off of each other and try to be the boss for it's two not, hours? No, like, I want him to not be the main character. I want Thor to be the main character. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, what was it, Endgame? Mm-hmm. How him and Thor just kind of bounce off of each other over and over oh, again. Oh, that was actually they were following Thor? Infinity War. Yeah. That was Infinity War? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because oh, you Star know, Lord's right. dead in Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're right. Yeah, it was Infinity War because that's where he gets his um, his axe. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yarbjorn. I'm just kidding. Yarbjorn. <laughs> it's, it's Stormbreaker. No, you're gonna be Yorn. A couple of guys and a dog making candles. <laughs> <laughs> what a cliche! What a cliche! <laughs> um, but Loki, Loki. Do you guys like the show? I love the show. I don't know how season two is going to exist after the uh, Stephen Strange movie. I guess yeah. we'll see in 2025. You know? I recommend you find the time to read the Doctor Strange comic. Yeah, I definitely will. Because it was, it was really enjoyable. Let's and talk about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah we really want, didn't talk about do you want Johnny Cage too much. jump out and not be in this part and not get spoiled, or do you care? Spoil me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in Doctor Strange... Uh, Loki, Sorcerer Supreme. It's this is Donnie Kate's first jump onto Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, it was Jason Aaron, and then before or in between oh. Jason Aaron and Donnie Kate's, it was Dennis Hopeless. But unfortunately, Dennis Hopeless had to work in the confines of Secret Empire, mm-hmm. and Secret Empire is when Captain America is a secret Nazi. Yeah, just a heads up. The I I've seen one piece from that. I don't know if it was actually from that uh-huh. where um, Black Bolt says how Hydra in his ear, or is that something else? No, <laughs> that was Captain America. Captain America whispers it to somebody else. That's like that would be so funny if he if, if Black Bolt whispered it into Captain America's ear and, and blew his fucking head off. I could have sworn I saw that in a panel. Maybe, maybe Might there's be like a, a fan made panel. Yeah, maybe. You need to draw that. That's such a sick idea now. <laughs> That is a fucking. Dope. That's like he kills somebody by yeah. saying Hell Hydra into their. No, but kills Captain Nazi America's Captain America. Yeah. yeah, I thought that's what it was when and I saw it. That would be so. I was sick. like, oh, that's cool. I need to read that. <laughs> that would be so yeah. sick. Um, unfortunately, for some reason, comic book readers hate the Inhumans. Uh, actually, I know the reason, and it's because Racism? Marvel. No, Marvel tried to not make X-Men books anymore and tried to make the Inhumans the new mutants. But at the same time, no one was reading X-Men, so who gave a fucking shit? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's that's my own reason. It's just people day. being petty. They have no reason to hate the Inhumans. They just need a reason to cry. No, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's SJW Marvel at it again, pushing yeah. diverse characters on us. And it's like, fucking homie, the X-Men are all fucking black, queer, and women, so yeah. fuck yeah. you. <laughs> God damn. But also if you don't have diverse characters, how are you going to make an interesting story? Yeah, no for real. It's speaking of diverse characters, I really love that Sentry was in that comic, the Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, I I really enjoyed it. So, let's talk about it. Let's it's, talk about it. <laughs> so, it it starts us in media res, Loki is already Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. yeah. We don't get an issue explaining that really before this. It's all exposition, I was cool with it, yeah. too. I I was like, all right, let's just jump into the story. I assumed that exactly what you just said. This was Donny Cates starting his run on Doctor Strange. And so this is where, obviously, he had to pick up the story from, which was like the last thing that written obviously ended with, 
I assumed the last thing ended with oh. this contest that we yeah. assume was yeah. real, you know, yeah. and that he had lost the mantle. So I was on board in that mentality of like, yeah. oh, we obviously didn't see these things, but they must have happened in whoever's previous run was right. before Donny Cates. Did he keep writing Doctor Strange post this? Yes, he, he wrote it for one more arc and it was Damnation. And that is a whole nother bag of chips mm-hmm. that I'm not going to get into right now because it's convoluted. But he didn't just write this for Doctor <laughs> no, Strange, is my point. But he, he hung around for a little while. Just one more arc, yeah. Um, but I think that this is a great confined story for someone who is very, you know, relative with the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. because it's Loki as the Sorcerer Supreme. And when we see Doctor Strange, oh, and he's obviously trying to be good mm-hmm. in quotes. Um, oh. Sorry, I had to burp. Um, Do your clicky fingers. <laughs> um, and so when we meet Doctor Strange in this book, he's a veterinarian. Because he can't be a real doctor. I liked that. Yeah. that because he, he has his practice, you know, the, his practice taken away, uh, his license taken away. He that's the only medical he can kind of do legally. Yeah. You know, I liked the the little dog that he had. Yeah, he what has, kind of dog? A basset hound. Right? It's a basset, basset hound. I loved. Bats. I loved bats. Yes, I love when they called him Dr. Doolittle and the dog bats was just all what does that mean? Yeah, Why he's like what's Dr. Doolittle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then he's just like it's a movie about a guy who could talk to animals and bats is just all that's, that was a pretty good joke. <laughs> oh, that, like, oh, that's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bats is adorable. He's like my favorite character in this fucking book. Look, Todd. So at the end of the book was it Loki that brought bats back? Yes. So there's a part where Doctor Strange is frustrated because Loki is trying to uncover this magic spell that's described as the nuclear codes for magic. And Doctor Strange has hidden it, um, and he had bound it to his his uh, advisor, who at this time is this woman named Zelma. He had bound it to her soul. And so Loki... I guess kind of caught wind of that. So he started to like romance Zelma to get a closer look at huh. her soul to try and find these nuclear codes that Dr. Strange had bound to her soul. This sounds like fucking nonsense. What the spell actually does is draw all the magic in the entire universe into that single person. So I no, it was on earth. So, or maybe just on earth, but I mean, I took it as an even grander scale than that, that mm-hmm. it basically takes all the magic and converges it into that one person. So nobody else can use magic, but that one person, while the spell is active, is that you know? not um, the book that oh, the Scarlet the, Witch has? No, that's the Dark Hold. That's the Dark Hold. The Dark Hold has various like dark magics that it's do basically all kinds of yeah. The Dark Hold is so, essentially the collection of the most evil. It's like the Necronomicon, uh, yeah, you know, the okay. ultimate evil. Yeah. I have a quick question. Um, yeah. So you said <laughs> that <laughs> that Loki um, kind of saw that she had it in her, like it was bound uh-huh. to her soul. So he tried to get closer to her and stuff. I, I didn't, didn't see it, it like that. Yeah, I no, saw it as saw? he didn't find out about it until um, he it started. started activating in her. No, you yeah. know when I, Void found when Void knew about it. Oh, interesting. Because it was Void, right? Yeah, no, yeah. definitely the, the Void. Yeah. Well, see how I see it is, Loki had looked everywhere. Mm-hmm. He had been up and up and down. He had been fighting demons here and there, and so he figured the only place he could like Zelma must know somehow. Mm-hmm. And so he was like going to romance her regardless. And so there, there is this, this door that Kenny was talking about earlier. That's hiding something behind it. And I love the ending of the first issue. Cause we see him climbing the mountain to go find the sentry in that 
behind that door is the void, like the opposite of the sentry. Yeah, sentry. And the, yeah. And the void, yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> I just, I don't know. I thought that was fucking sick. No, I liked those characters. I mean, because I've read Siege. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that was something that was were the characters coming back for me that were super exciting to get to see. My point, what I talked about earlier, where this one had a lot more of those kind of show-ups that I was like, oh, my God. So, exactly, when we saw Sentry yeah. for the first time at the top of the mountain, I was like, oh, my God, is he literally going to unleash the void on that's what i thought was going to happen i didn't genuinely believe he had managed to separate them from each other i thought he had like locked it away inside of him somewhere and we were going to get hey shut up (laughs) we were going to get him basically i mean because it is really what he does and i loved that sentry got so offended that dr strange would choose to release the void as a weapon because it's like bro you know how much that thing fucked me up and you're going to use it like something to control like dude what the hell you know i so I don't know much about Sentry. Okay. Um, so what is the Void? So Sentry is, I love the, yeah, you're fine. I love the history of the Sentry because when they started to promote him, it was in a, a miniseries mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, we found this, you know, secret character that was locked away in the vault that was created by Stan and Jack and we're going to release it, you know, and it was supposed to be like this character from like the, you know, 60s or something mm-hmm. that we're now releasing the book for and so i'm actually gonna probably cut all that out of the podcast that doesn't mean anything or do jack shit (laughs) but basically the void is like it has to be the opposite of the sentry where the sentry is all powerful and all good and the void is has to be the opposite like the yin to his yang so he's super weak and a bad guy yeah no (laughs) but yeah um Oh, and I, I was looking at it, the spell, by the way, that we were talking about that converges all the magic into one point, uh-huh. it's called the Exile of Sing Soon. Yeah, Sing Soon. Yeah, that's right. Sing Soon. Yeah. Um, but it's it's basically just Loki trying to get this spell. And we find out that the contest held by the Vishanti was all an illusion that Loki had put together to take the mantle of Sorcerer Supreme mm-hmm away from Doctor Strange. How did you guys feel about that? I thought it was hilarious, and it's totally Loki, and I love the fact that he's like, even the fact that I was able to trick you into believing that should show like yeah. how powerful I really am. <laughs> I, I loved it, too, and I also like how at the end that Loki kept trying to like give him all these excuses. Okay, this is why I did it. Okay, uh, yeah, so you know, you don't, believe, lie. you don't believe that? Well, how about this one? This is how I did it. This is why I did it. No? Still not good enough? I'm going to keep going. Like so I love that. He he lists a whole stack of things that is to come that he says, you know, Doctor Strange isn't ready for. Mm-hmm. I want to find them. He says, uh, let me see. Who's doing what? Where are they? Kitty Cat's fucking around. Okay. So Loki says, um, because there are things coming, Stephen Strange, things none of you are prepared for. And then he lists them. The War of the Realms. Hell on Earth, Damnation, which is literally the next the arc. The next arc. The Gathering of the Infinity Stones, and the Final Host. And those are all things that are literally to come in the Marvel Universe. Nice. War of the Realms is one of the last... That already happened. Yeah. yeah well, no, that's to come after this book has come out. Because it's the Thor... It's the end of Jason Aaron's Thor run, yeah. sort of. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, in history, like, our time, that has already happened, right? The yes, the no, all, yeah. all these have happened. Oh, okay. Damnation has happened. The Gathering of the Infinity Stones is a reference to all the that movies. Infinity Warps shit that you see all the pops yeah. for. <laughs> that's, that, that's Infinity Wars with an S at the end of it. And then the final host is just Jason Aaron's um, 
first arc on Avengers, which is a bunch of Celestials have been dead on Earth this whole time and they raise up from the ground or some shit. Hmm. It's wild. How is that a thing? It's one Celestial's bigger than the Earth. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Jason. <laughs> I want to know. Um, they can if, shrink like Galactus. <laughs> if y'all were going to make a Loki comic, mm-hmm. what would y'all make it about? Oh. Well, I never imagined him to be this time-traveling, time-hopping guy like they did in the mcu which is pretty interesting for them to do i i like that they're combining ideas that they want to have with characters they already have and so i think that's pretty neat but with loki i think i would have to do oh man he would have to be an antagonist i wouldn't want him to be the Mm -hmm. main character you know it'd probably be a lot like dr strange where i would put him up against a character he doesn't really typically go up against so maybe moon knight Mm. that's kind of my idea where maybe there's like war of the gods and it's loki versus like khonshu or something like that and it's loki trying to take moon knight as his new protege or something like that i don't know no that's an interesting way to look at it i'm i was thinking about like once again where he'd be the antagonist but not or but still maybe be the focus of being like like loki most wanted or something and it's like where he murders thor and it's like (laughs) do the rest of asgard or the avengers like trying to like come after him that's and it's why just, i asked the question because i wanted to say to that's, kill thor that's you, you want that have. kid loki story it would, basically yeah. <laughs> it would be it would be loki fratricide is what i would call it which Ooh. is when you kill your brother oh interesting fratricide so that i would have him terrifying yeah i would have maybe up until half of the arc uh-huh that's him like scheming and getting doing things but i would have him get more and more mischievous so would we be following loki or would that stuff be mysterious we'll be, to us we'll be following loki Oh, okay. And I would want you to see him kind of fall, fall, not go down, fall uh-huh. down a rabbit hole of just mischievous things. And eventually it gets worse and worse and he accidentally kills his brother. And he just gets to the point where he's like, fuck it. I'm the god of mischief. Yeah. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And then it follows things preceding that as well. I think that would be a great comment. Damn, I just thought of something I think is pretty cool in my own personal opinion. Yeah, sure. You were talking through that. Well, this is something I, me and Ian will even understand a little bit more so just because it's referencing some Thor lore we already know. Uh-huh. I was just imagining like, imagine Loki, he's trying to scheme on a way to kill Thor. And so he's exploring all of the ways that Thor is most oh, no. I think I horribly been killed. And so he starts looking into like gore and yeah. those things. But he like stumbles into the all black and it like consumes him or spoiler something. alert <laughs> i think this is king thor really? i think that's the story that's essentially of king what thor. happens in king thor yeah. <laughs> we, need to, we need to read it we should definitely no, read we should that read it but that's that's such a good idea you know what i mean because he that's something loki would do is like look into the the ways thor has been yeah. closest to death and that is definitely one of them you know i think the creation of yarbjorn is all because of loki where he's like Thor is like this fucking guy apocalypse. I can't beat him. And Loki's like, hey, have you tried tried this book? And there's a book that teaches Thor how to craft Yarbjorn, which can pierce celestial armor. I think you're absolutely right. Which is what apocalypse wears in the Egyptian times. I think you're absolutely right. What would you do? I think, speaking of apocalypse, I think I would do something with either um, Loki having to, or not having to, but going to either Phantom X or cosmic ghostwriter to use either baby apoc or baby thanos to try to take over the world but because what if he gets both of them (laughs) (laughs) but because of who they are and he's not powerful more powerful than either of them at their full age it's going to come to a time that he won't be able to 
stop them. Yeah. He'll lose control. Even what if, with enchanting? What if there's a civil war and it's fucking Apocalypse versus <laughs> Thanos? <laughs> I think like, like Apoc would beat his ass. <laughs> you think so? I think so. Oh, well, I think, yeah, I think you I think it right. could be interesting. Yeah. I love that idea and it would be called like All Mother Loki or Loki the All Mother or something yeah. like that. Oh, dude. And, and it's it literally be... him holding the babies on the And just him forcing <laughs> Phantom X and Frank to follow him. <laughs> That would be funny. And they're, well, they team up to like try to hunt oh, him yeah, down to try and to get, get their get babies the kids back. back. Oh, they're the God. other side of the story. Cosmic Ghost Rider team up. Oh, my God. God okay, we anything. just wrote a great story. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How do you guys feel about Alligator Loki? Oh, Dude, I, I liked him. I love he Alligator Loki. I love when he bit off um, Vote Loki's head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The thing I saw that was the most accurate, in my opinion, that I thought was kind of hilarious, it was like, oh, it was like Disney, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh no, our sales on Grogu plushes are going, our Baby Yoda plushes are going down. What are we gonna do? And then it's a <laughs> picture of the of Gator Loki, Loki. Yeah, alligator Loki. Like, we got it. <laughs> our next cute thing to sell. Do you think that started with Baby Groot? Yeah. Oh, definitely. actually. Oh, yeah. I have to believe Baby Yoda is a response to Baby Groot in the sense that they were like, we need to amp up the cuteness. It needs to be the most adorable thing anybody's ever seen in their, their entire goddamn life. The Loki variant that had the Mjolnir uh, built out of a piston, is he from anything? Not as far as I know, but he was fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking dope. <laughs> I was de- I was pretty upset that he didn't continue like chilling with our Loki crew. Mm-hmm, that he Definitely. ended up being like the bad one out of the group. <laughs> I loved the... Um... The whole scene where all the Lokis just start betraying each other one by one. It makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was just all classic. <laughs> classic, classic Loki. Classic Marvel. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, Loki was a good show. I'm definitely going to watch season two. Doesn't need to exist. I know. You know, we'll, only time Half will enough. tell when we watch Doctor Strange, if any of this needed to be explained mm. to anybody. But it was a fun ride for what it was. Um. What are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? Are we Ooh, are we going to do Akira? I want to do Akira. I think we're going to pull the bullet, pull the trigger, and <laughs> lodge that bullet. I might or might not be on the Akira episode. <laughs> we will find out. You know what? Y'all can even still be here because, funny enough, I think it's been kind of nice having to tell you about the Sorcerer Supreme Loki because that helped us like more organically tell the story, not in a way yeah. that we're trying. We feel like we're regurgitating it to ourselves, but to someone mm-hmm. who's genuinely never heard it before. Yeah. So come on, we'll talk all about Akira. Just watch the show. We'll just I only do the... know one Kira. A Kira. <laughs> two, I Kira. Guess it... two Kira. Oh. <laughs> That's the <I'm>... sequel. <laughs> I know too many Kiras now. <laughs> um, so yeah, next week will be a big comic book talk week. One, one last question. Uh, this episode is going to go a little long. That's fine. One last question. You guys have to make a variant Loki. What, what would you do? A mm. variant Loki? Yeah. Um, Throki. <laughs> So, fro- what is... Oh, speaking of which, Thor, 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 Thor Loki. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it Throg? Yeah, Throg is in the show. Throg is in the show. Yeah. yeah he's trapped in a jar. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to say that. Yeah. Okay, good. got it out. Okay. Um, I, I think I would do a bear. A bear Loki. Bear Loki. One, sorry, didn't mean to clap. One thing that... <laughs> uh, did you guys notice that when he first peels himself off of the street and he looks at the other Lokis, that the Avenger Tower is destroyed next to them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It says is Kang that, on it. Oh, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did really? not know that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and there's also the Thanos copter. Yeah, there's yeah. also the Thanos copter. Which I think Thanos' blade from Endgame that swirls around was already a reference to the Thanos copter. <laughs> yeah. 
It'd been funny if that blade would have been blatantly the blades yeah. on that helicopter. I'd have been like, they did it so right. <laughs> but my variant would be whatever race uh, Beta Ray Bill is. Loki. Oh, there needs to be. Oh, that's such a good idea. A Corbinite Loki. Dead horse Loki. Dead horse Loki. Dead that's actually a good call. Dead ass. Basically, Loki. <laughs> the true Loki to Beta Ray Bill. You know, mm-hmm. that would be really cool. What would his name be? Uh, Beta Ray Loki. <laughs> and Alpha. <laughs> Alpha, alpha alpha laser loki <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you guys for coming and watching and listening you didn't watch us but thank you for yeah. listening uh come back next week we'll be doing akira follow us on instagram that's going to be in the show notes go ahead and hit us up if you have a, a, a suggestion for us to read or mm. watch we do movie episodes yeah so um do and, all that shit yeah and uh we will see you then or we will see you on another time bye guys bye, oh guys. boy bye what a cliche what a cliche <laughs> <laughs>